the powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everybody, and we are back from a little break. This is Lori H. Schwartz, your tech cat, and we are broadcasting live on VoiceAmerica.com from the IIEX conference, which is one of the top marketing and insights conferences in the country. And we're um, in, in Atlanta, and we're about to talk to Rick Candelosi. Lantlosia? Candelaria. Candelaria. Close. See you. Oh, man. Close I enough. I got so close. All right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Your name was said to me to like two times and I yeah, picked it up. No one. problem. All right. It's not a problem. Um, Rick. Yes. I'll call you Rick. Yeah. Because you're easy. my buddy, Rick. So, Rick, you are the SVP of brand engagement at Metrics Lab. Correct. And, and you, you are a full service research agency. So, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your role there. So in my role, I essentially a global uh, resource for our company, mm-hmm. responsible for maintaining kind of our brand and communication solutions, maintaining the innovation, keeping up with the space, uh, and then also partnering with key clients. So um, you're always looking at your products and making sure that they are up to date and leveraging the latest tools and things like that? Yeah, and not only up to date, but hopefully kind of leading. Innovate, innovating. Yeah, exactly. So what would you say are some of the uh, some of the things that you guys are known for being innovators? Uh, innovators in the digital space. Okay. Pretty much, you know. That's so all your tools are, are digital and you were there first? Yeah, well, are we were kind of born in the digital age. You okay. Know? Company's 15 years old, you know, grown from literally nothing to, you know, 250 million plus, you know, global reach now. And so everything we do is digital. Okay. And that's just kind of our backbone. And so you're doing qualitative, quantitative research mm-hmm. and doing insights yep. and working with clients. And I know that you were here today to present a case study with Facebook. Can you yes. tell us uh, uh, what you talked about? Yeah. So the focus of the Facebook conversation was really about uh, how do you develop strong creative for a mobile environment? So we partnered with Facebook to do the work because really Facebook's kind of mission for 2016 is really about helping their clients, you know, develop best in class creative for the platform. For the platform, which is extremely <coughs> mobile at this point. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So how did it manifest? What did you learn from the best practices? Uh, well, there's a, a number of things which you would think are kind of standard commonplace. Mm-hmm. And then in some ways, really kind of cha- key changes to kind of the video paradigm. So, you know, in some ways we found very standard stuff such as, hey, you know what? You need to have make sure your brand is prominent. Because a lot of times what you see on Facebook Creative is that, you know, they decide to use very engaging visuals, but you leave out the brand aspect of it. Right, right, right. Okay, so making sure your brand pops out. Yeah, which is, you know, again, pretty basic when you think about kind of creative. Um, But in terms of the change in paradigm, I think when we think about video specifically, Mm -hmm. uh, traditionally video has always been associated with TV. You know, and the thinking around development of it was doesn't matter exactly when you introduce the brand. You can do late reveals, you know, where you can tell this eloquent story and then at the end, you know, you bring in the hero. Yep, yep. But in the digital space, that doesn't work because we don't have people who are glued watching the entire video. People last three, four, five, ten seconds max. So you can't, you can't wait for that reveal. You have to bring everything up front. Interesting. And what are, the other, uh, what are some of the other insights that you learned? Uh, so specifically in terms of when you should be introducing the brand, um, for how long, 
specifically when you should be introducing the message. Pretty much the rule of thumb is kind of earlier is better mm-hmm. um, in terms of length, because one of the big questions is always about length when mm-hmm. you're thinking about kind of a platform like that. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit different than TV where you obviously buy based on length. Yeah. So your 15 second ad is cheaper than your 60. Mm-hmm doesn't work that way on Facebook. So sometimes you have people thinking, well, hey, I can get more bang for my buck for putting a longer ad, but knowing behavior, people People will drop off, right? So a lot of of what you're talking about seems to be uh, back-to-back with Facebook's move towards publisher solutions Mm -hmm. and live video and all the different things that they're doing to really, you know, kick YouTube in the butt. Um, if I may say that, <laughs> you can say it. Yeah, it's your show. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is a, was a lot of your research around helping them better establish those solutions so that more brands jump on the, the, the bandwagon? Um, no, not really. It wasn't solution focused. It was more related to their clients and their client relationships. So, they were getting a lot of questions about how do I make create best in class creative for mobile and for the platform got it so it wasn't solution based it was more being a good partner and and wanting to come back to clients and say this is how you use us the best yes so all right so you talked about putting your brand prominently you talked about the length of the video what are some mm-hmm. of the other insights that you garnered uh well somewhat selfishly um, yeah. obviously the pre-testing of digital creative mm-hmm. uh so facebook has done their own kind of work and validation and actually showed that creative that was pre-tested actually dry has a greater chance of developing a sales lift. Yep. So obviously that was uh, and that's beneficial. Tool, and that's tools that you provide. Yeah. And so okay. we provide. And that's what we did with them to do. We did a large scale analysis of a well over 500 ads. I think we've tested, you know, well Is it A and B testing or is it <coughs> more extensive than that? Or? No, it's actually a copy test. Um, okay. Our environment, we test everything in mobile when we're talking about Facebook. It's all in in app context so we're talking about a mobile or a facebook situation um so people are experiencing as they do kind of in their real feed oh neat so yeah so everything is you know in context and we're we're measuring actual behaviors as well so we know how long people actually watch the video and how that compares to our averages so and so in many ways you're one of their developers in that sense right because you're on the platform and you have solutions that measure the success of the platform we're actually measuring a lot of this outside of the platform oh for them. okay yeah. you are okay yeah for speed and efficiency oh neat so, yeah. okay so okay. were there any other insights that you learned from the best practices oh yeah well i'm trying to think of the ones that we actually talked about today and yeah. shared with the audience because yeah. it was a very large study yeah um, yeah uh in terms of other things showing the product in use seems again fairly simple right right but uh, amazing how often people don't do that right yeah well also in terms of the reason why so right. what we found is that, you know, when people are quickly scrolling through images on the, you know, on their timeline, their feed, they're being bombarded by things. When they see something being used, it helps frame of reference for them and they understand what it is they're looking at. Right. And they know what it is you're trying to tell them. The more you try to be cute and if it's a visual that they just immediately can look at it and understand it, it's relevant for them. Whereas things that make people work too hard. Don't you know, do well. They don't spend the time. Right. You know. and, and you're right in that some of this is common sense. But on the other mm. hand, I can imagine that you just don't implement this when you're building things. Yeah. Because you get caught up in what mm-hmm. your own knowledge of, yeah. of best practices is. Yeah. Is there anything that you um, saw at the conference over the last day and a half that you were surprised by? Any um, technology solutions or any of the many partners here? Uh, anything that you were really impressed by? 
You know, one of the things that I think I'm, I'd say I'm most excited about yeah. is the number of topics around kind of machine learning, um, you know, taking pictures and then doing, el doing analysis on that and looking at uh, <coughs> the social aspect of that. I think there's, I think I counted four or five. Uh, right, presentations about that. Yeah. yeah, we've talked to a lot of automation and AI folks, mm -hmm. and a lot of people have spoken about the use of graphics. Yep and video in the research, which is a, a new move, yep. um, which is really interesting. I mean, it is interesting. I guess that's how you see the trend is when there are so many companies yeah. exploring it. Exactly. Um, and with automation, like you said, I mean, I think that's, that's really where we need to go in order to help with the speed right. and delivery because everything happens so quick now and can't wait six weeks, four weeks for results. And the speed at which a lot of that enables us to get insights to clients right. is actually beneficial for And everyone. are your clients mostly the agencies themselves or is there direct to brand activity as well? Both. Both. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're ni nicely embedded into the ecosystem. And mm -hmm. um, what about where do you see, where do you see the agency going? Where is Metrics Lab sort of pointed towards? Are there any new things you're going to be rolling out soon or things that you're looking at to, to have a better understanding of things? Uh, yeah. I mean, we're always continuing to look for kind of best in class approaches, um, anything related to ad testing, brand, um, communication development work, um, tracking work, which is kind of a naughty word in some circles, you know, right, when you right. get them to research, but, you know, there's still value in there, but in terms of how it's actually done and executed, it probably needs to change. Right, right. So that's, right. I think, a big focus for us is really looking at, you know, what are the current offers out there doing um, that have created this environment where they're big, they're bulky, they're underutilized, and how can we kind of flip that on its head and make them more useful for clients? And uh, right now, you guys are global? Yes. So are you seeing any regional trends bubble up? Anything that's like unique to the UK or, or Asia that's different from what's going on where you are based? Um, well, a lot of our clients are global. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have each kind of category has their own nuances. And so, you know, I think in terms of global trends, the biggest thing is, I would say less about difference, but just more questions about digital and performance. And that's regardless of where we go. Yeah, that comes up. Yeah. But when people say, I'm sorry, when people say digital, mm -hmm. do they mean they want mobile, you know, solutions so that their their customers can take surveys or interact mobily? Is that what they mean by digital? Because what does it mean now? Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even know. They right, just, they right. hear it. You know, it's a word that's used a lot. Right. Um, it could mean everything from how you take the survey. So being able to access it on a mobile device. A lot of times when we're, our focus is more on from a campaign standpoint. Mm -hmm. So mobile campaigns. So, okay. So digital really means mobile. Yeah. And are you looking at all, this is going to sound really strange, but are you looking at all at any of these connected platforms now? So the Alexas, the wearables, the connected cars, are those starting to bubble up as platforms that you guys need to pay to pay attention to because they're in the consumer's experience now? They will be. Yeah. I mean, ideally, when we're thinking about communications and advertising evaluation, you need to be able to ideally measure everywhere that someone can be kind of exposed to something. Mm -hmm. uh, and so more and more, I think technology has enabled different platforms to kind of rise to the top and mm -hmm. come uh, come into prominence. So we need to be able to make sure we can measure all of those things. That's that's great. So Rick, where can we find uh, more about Matrix Lab and about you and what you're doing? 
uh, definitely online, metricslab.com. Uh, uh, and I believe we're probably at a few more uh, conferences and doing some outreach uh, later this year. Uh, I know we have uh, a lot of uh, planned activities in terms of helping Facebook kind of get out um, their word in terms of best practices. Right, so, so you're going to partner with them to, to share these best practices, which would really help people engage more with Facebook. Yep, that's, and that's help help everyone because they're getting the same questions we are from our clients. So, so Rick Candelaria. Good. Woohoo. Nice job. <laughs> Thank you so much. You are the senior vice president of brand engagement at metrics lab presenting some great best practices on Facebook and yeah. really great full service research and um, agency um, global and um, doing a lot of inno innovative things in the, quote, digital space. Yes. <laughs> thank you exactly. so much for talking no, to you. us. We have been broadcasting live on voiceamerica.com from Atlanta at the IIEX conference, um, hearing about all sorts of marketing insights and research insights from some great thought leaders. Thank you so much, Rick. Thank you. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, Voice America.